You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. Make sure to rate the podcast and share with your friends. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. We have something for all ages or online at 10 a.m. Make sure to check out our live groups or small groups. In this podcast, we'll hear a message from Pastor Robert. Put your hands together and bless the Lord while you're being seated this morning. You may be seated. uh, Testify while you're going to your seat. 2021 of April 2021, most everybody knows I had five strokes and blood clot and AFib and all that other. And then uh, in the last year, I've been in a lot of pain with these ribs and I had reconstructive surgery um, 15 weeks ago. And the hardest thing during that time is watching other people mow my yard. And... uh, because I love to mow grass. And for the first time, day before yesterday, for the first time in over a year, I had no pain all day long. And uh, so I didn't say anything to my wife. I went out to the barn and I got my zero turn. And I looked around, made sure nobody's looking. And I went and mowed my front yard. And I got so happy, a zero turn has two arms. It's not like a steering wheel on a riding lawnmower. A steering wheel, if you take one hand off, you can still steer. You take one hand off and it goes the direction. So I took one hand off to thank the Lord while I was mowing and that thing went like that. (laughs) And it made me laugh, amen. Uh, I'm not gonna have you stand this morning. I know this generation's weak and they can't stand too long, so feel free to sit while I read the scripture this morning, but I want to start out by saying that as a child growing up, I was never separated from my earthly father. Um, A lot of fathers go away to war or mothers, and uh, I was never separated. My father's job never took him away from home. I watch some of these videos where kids are in school and their father or mother may be overseas and they don't know and they surprise them. I'm sure you've seen the same videos on TVs and when the kid is sitting there in the classroom and the parent that they hadn't seen in such a long time walks in the room and it's a, a great day. It's a great day. I've been separated from my earthly father for the last uh, four and a half years somewhere, roughly. I've been separated actually from my heavenly father as far as seeing him face to face. So if you're not of that weak generation, stand with me while we read the word of God. (laughs) Got you, didn't I? If you're able. The book of Jude is right before the book of Revelation and the book of Jude has one chapter and there's three words at the end of verse six that I want to focus on this morning. And the angels which, Mike, if you can give me some more monitor, please. And the angels which kept not their first estate but left their own habitation. He hath reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of, these are the last three words. This is the title of my message, The Great Day. 
It was a great day when these kids looked up in their classroom and they seen their father. But I'm talking about what a great day. The, the great day when the father comes back for his children. Pastor Aaron, bless the reading of the word of God. Dear Heavenly Father, we exalt you, Mm -hmm. mighty God. What a great day it was, Lord God, when you gave your son Jesus on a cross to redeem us from our sins. What a great day it was, Lord Mm -hmm. God, when we ask for forgiveness of our sins and we ask you to come into our heart. Yes. And we're looking forward to a greater day, Lord Mm -hmm. God, when you come back and you split the sky wide open. And you send your son forward to call up the saints, Lord God. What a great day. What a great day it will to be in eternal life with you, Lord God, to step forward, Lord God. What a great day. Father, I pray for those that may not know you that today would be their great day. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Today is the day of salvation, Lord God. Touch hearts. Father, I pray that you would touch our hearts, Lord God. Mm -hmm. Father, many of us have broken in. Everybody's got a different story. I don't know what you're walking through, but God does. And I pray today that it would be a great day. I pray that it would be a stirring of your heart Mm -hmm. today to just lay it down at this altar and walk out free because Mm -hmm. it's a great day that the Lord has made. That's right. Father, I pray for the message that's been prepared. Every word Mm -hmm. that comes forward, it doesn't return void, Lord God. So, Father, hit our hearts, Lord God, and let it sanctify and justify and set us freely apart Mm -hmm. from the sin or whatever it is that separates us from you. Have your way in this house, Lord. We can feel your presence. Mm -hmm. Lord, we love you, and we're thankful in the name of Jesus, and amen. Somebody say the great day. Come on, say it like you mean it. The great day. Give God a hand clap. And a shout of praise. Amen. Somebody give him a shout. Ho! All right, you may be seated. The great day. The phrase fits. Everything about that day will be unprecedented. Everything about that day. His shout will get our attention. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16, the very first part of that verse, it said, For the Lord himself, will come down from heaven with a shout. The very first event of the great day. Before we see angels, before we hear trumpets, before we embrace our spouse, before we embrace our fathers, our mothers, our children, our grandparents, before any of that happens, we will be engulfed by the voice of Jesus. Think about that. In Revelation 1 and 15, it said his feet were like fine brass, as if refined in a furnace, and his voice as a sound of many waters. John heard the voice of God and compared it to the sound of many waters. Have you ever stood at the base of a waterfall and you had to shout to be heard, I officiated a wedding yesterday at Valley Falls, and it was beautiful, and it was right at the foot of the falls. And I told there's about 100 people gathered around, I am going to shout so that you can hear my voice. I'm gonna give you a place to amen. And I got a big mouth. 
Amen. Bruce, you're slipping. So I had to shout during this wedding so that everybody could hear. But the shout that I'm talking about is much greater than anything that you have ever heard. Waters rushing together. That symbolizes the power of his authority. When God shouts all across this great planet, every individual will hear the sound. It sends forth the glorious message of salvation, of hope, and of joy. And I pray today that you hear the voice of God right here this morning, and you find salvation, you find hope, and you find joy. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. In Psalms chapter 29, verse four, the voice of the Lord is powerful. Somebody say powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. His voice thunders forth. Majestic rebuke comes in the voice of God. Majestic conviction in a church like this will come when the voice of God, and I know that God is here, do you hear me? Listen to me this morning. How about the king of the jungle, the roar of the lion? And every head in the jungle lifts when they hear the roar of the lion. Jeremiah 25 and 30, and the Lord will roar from on high. And everyone will hear that roar. Lazarus heard such a roar. His body was entombed and his soul was in paradise. But the voice, the roar of the Lord when he said, Lazarus, come forth, was heard from the tomb, his body, and his soul from paradise. And he stepped forth, and the Lord called him by name. And the Lord knows your name. And I'm thank God he knew my name. And he called my name, and I heard his voice. Never been the same since, but there's coming a great day when I will hear the roar of the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and I will know that voice. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Woo! John 11 and 43, now when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who died came out, came out. The shout of Jesus is personal. It's not good enough for your grandma only to hear it. And grandma will bring you to church. You need to hear, not just your mom and your dad, but you teenager here today, or young adult, or middle age or old, you need to hear the voice of the Lord. The Bible said you cannot be saved unless the Spirit of God draw you. Let me tell you, if you're in this house today, this is the house of the Lord, and you are not saved, the voice of God is speaking to you, and you will feel his presence. Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. He shouted the name of Lazarus. And the day is coming when he will shout, come forth. And only the ones who personally know him will respond. Do you know him? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, do you know him? John 10 and three, to him the porter openeth and the sheep hear his voice and he calleth his own sheep by name and he leadeth them out. 
38 years ago, I heard his voice on a bar stool, left and found my way to Enterprise Church, humbled myself, stood up and took 12 steps, the best 12 step program you could ever take and knelt down and he touched me. Somebody touched me. And now I know I heard his voice, but I'm not talking about that day. And that day can happen here today if you don't know him, but I'm talking about the great day. When the Lord comes back, do you hear me? And the shepherd, he loves his sheep. And the shepherd's responsibility is to lead them to green pastures and to still waters. And he did that 38 years ago. And every once in a while, uh, the pasture gets a little dry uh, and, and the water gets a little riffle. But I'm talking about on a great day when the Lord returns uh, and everything else is gone. Uh, nothing will ever be the same again. And there'll be no heartache and there'll be no pain. There'll be nothing but beautiful green pastures uh, and still waters with the Lord forever, if you know that you know that you know that you've heard his voice, you've accepted him, and you're waiting on that day, give him a crazy hand clap and a shout of praise. Ho! Oh. Somebody needs to expect the same shout. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you better expect it. You need to expect that same shout and that shaking of the corpses on that great day. And Jesus said in John 5 and 25, verily, verily, I say unto you, the hour is coming and now is when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God and they that hear shall live. The hour has now come and now is. And if you are here today and you are spiritually dead, that means you have no idea about Jesus, a personal relationship. Now is the time when the spiritually dead can hear the voice of the Son of God. Don't wait till you hear that voice in the clouds. When the spiritually dead can hear and can live. In 2 Corinthians 6 and 2, for he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted, and in the day of salvation have I secured thee. Behold, somebody say behold. behold. Now, somebody say now. now. Is the time Behold, now is the day of salvation, not tomorrow. Tomorrow may never come. Surrender today. Give your life to God. Trust him and obey. John 3 and 36, he that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. I'm not dying. I'm not dying, Pastor Rita. He said I should have died in April of 21. This old body may have been laid to rest. This old body is not Robert Singleton. My name is in heaven, in the Lamb's Book of Life. How about you? Are you ready? Are you blood-bought? Are you born again? Do you know Jesus? I'm preaching old school today. Gun barrel straight, buddy. Ain't no other way, Rusty says. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. And he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. I do not want the wrath of God. People say, well, God is a God of love. Yes, he is, but he's got another side. 
and the world and America will see that other side. He's still God, he's still on the throne, he is still in control no matter what anybody else tells you. He is still the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and he's got a roar. My, 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 my. God is good, is he not? In verse 28, marvel not at this for the hour is coming and the which all that are in the graves shall hear his voice and shall come forth. And they that have done good unto the resurrection of life and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. It is his voice, only his voice, the power of Jesus that shall resurrect all that are in the grave, my goodness. The hour is set, the hour is fixed, already determined. Nobody's gonna change that date. You know, this thought came to my mind this morning, and I may get in trouble, but I've been there before. When some crazy world event or something crazy happens in our nation, the news immediately gets the response of Hollywood. I don't quite understand that. I don't think I need Hollywood's opinion. I don't think you or anyone else needs Hollywood's opinion. I'd rather stick to the word of God. It's God's word, it's not his opinion, it's the truth, do you hear me? So the shout of God will trigger the voice of the archangel. Do you hear what I'm saying now? In 1 Thessalonians 4 and 16, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. The archangel is the commanding officer that will be used to dispatch armies of angels to their greatest mission ever, it is a rallying cry to gather the children of God into one great assemblage. Listen to Matthew chapter 24, verse 31. Somebody say, slow down, Robert, because I'm about to explode. And he shall, that's what a zero turn will do for you and Jesus. Whew, take a breath. Matthew 24 and 31. And he shall send his angels. See, I've been locked up in my room all week in my office preparing and praying for this message because we got the mentality that this is home, that this is where we're gonna stay. This is not my home and this is not where I'm staying. Matthew 24 and 31, and he shall send his angels. Can you imagine this? With a great sound of a trumpet and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to another. The trumpet was used to call an assembly of people together. The Bible said that many, many are called, but few are chosen. Compared to the mass number of humans, it will look like a small gathering. You don't wanna miss it. Luke 17, 34 through 36 said, I'll tell you the truth. In the night there shall be two men in one bed. The one shall be taken and the other shall be left. Two women shall be grinding together. The one shall be taken and the other left. 
Two men shall be in the field and one shall be taken and the other one left. Do you hear me? You don't want to miss it. Are you ready? I don't know why young people's on my mind. You're leaving tonight at 10 o'clock, a lot of you, for church camp. If your heart's not right, if you're not born again, if you're not saved, what great church camp you can have when the church shows up in you. And you can get it right here today. Not only are young people, but you may be 80 years old and been in church all your life and drugged through the baptism, but you've not accepted Jesus Christ. Then today you need to hear the voice of God because God is speaking to you today that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father except through Jesus Christ. Today is the day of salvation. Not tomorrow, but today. Don't put it off to tomorrow. Don't wait till tomorrow. Get right with Jesus today. Give him a hand clap and a shout to praise. Jude, Jude announced in Jude verse 19, and Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these, saying, behold, the Lord cometh with 10,000, thousands of saints. The population of God's army was too high for John to even begin to count. Can you imagine what kind of a gathering we're talking about? Revelation 5 and 11 says, Then I looked and I heard a voice of many angels around the throne. People say they don't like to worship. They don't like our worship. You think you're going to play bingo when you get to heaven? You're going to worship. You got that a little late, didn't you? Then I looked and I heard a voice of many angels around the throne and the living creatures and the elders and, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. Couldn't number these angels, they minister to the saved and they battle the devil. I've had angels encamped around me. It's not weird. That have saved my life. They keep you safe. They clear your path. Not gonna help you if you don't know him. You need to know him. You need to not just show up on a Sunday morning. You need to get in your word. Get in your own worship. Say, God, I wanna hear your voice, not just on Sunday morning, but every day, God. Speak to me, God. Holy Spirit, guide me. Be a lamp until my feet. I'll keep you safe. Psalms 91 and 11, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. And on that great day, those angels will escort you. You that are believers into the skies where you'll meet God. Listen to what Jesus said in Matthew 13 and 27. And then shall he send his angels and shall gather together his elect from the four winds from the uttermost parts of the earth to the othermost parts of heaven. If you're a believer of Jesus, you can count on an angelic chaperone. Ha! Ah! Into the greatest gathering in history. And at the same point, in this grand collection, our spirits will be reunited with our bodies. Matthew chapter 25, verse 22, or 32. And all the nations, somebody say all, will be gathered before him. He will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He's coming together all nations 
all will be gathered, all will be gathered by the angels and brought before him. That word nation stresses every country, every place, every nationality, every race, every creed, every color, and every language. All. And when he comes, he comes to separate. Throughout history, there has been a mixture of what in the Bible speaks about sheep and goats. I had lunch with Miss Marion Kenny on Friday. She had sent me a text. I wanted to change the time. The text went something like, whatever, it came through another person. Whatever the old goat wants. Put you right in my message, didn't I? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. Bah. Don't be a goat. What does this symbolize? The goats are evil. The sheep are the righteous. They're the believers. I'm no different than anyone else except I'm not above somebody that doesn't know the Lord. I don't know. I might get myself in trouble here. I'm trying to say it tactfully. I don't feel I'm more important, but I'm saved. The sheep and the goat are in the same flock right now. But there's coming a time, that great day, when the Lord says, I'm gonna separate you. You don't wanna be left behind. The Bible speaks about the tare and the wheat growing together. The tare is the world, and the wheat is the righteousness of God. That's you and I that believe in Jesus. And there is coming a day where the separation will take place. When Christ comes, there's going to be a great separation. Make no mistake about it, judgment is coming. That went over real well, didn't it? Judgment is coming. We will all, everyone, will stand before God. Do you hear what I'm saying? In 1 Corinthians 15 and 52, in a flash, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we will be changed. For the perishable must clothe itself with imperishable and the mortal with immortality. Paradise will give up her souls. The earth will give up her dead and the sky will stage a reunion. Pastor Carey said she was at a family reunion last week. Can you imagine the great day and the family reunion that I'm talking about? Rosie shaking her hands. Huh. Yeah, shaking her hands. That don't work well. Shaking her head. What about you? How many's got somebody that you're looking forward to seeing? Huh? huh? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't give up. It won't be long. On that day, somebody say, on that day, heaven will pass away. Listen to me. Everything that makes up the universe will be burned and will be destroyed. Everything. In 2 Peter 3 and 10, but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat, and the earth also, and the works that are therein shall be burned up. 
God will purge every square inch that sin has contaminated. And I thought, why would he destroy heaven? Why would he destroy heaven? Even Satan was in heaven. Sinful people here that were saved is in heaven. He is going to destroy everything and recreate everything back to where it was in the Garden of Eden before Adam and Eve sinned, that everything was perfect. Stand with me, put your hands together, and give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. But we may not even notice this reconstruction that's going on because there be even a greater event and a sight that will appear before us. Listen to Matthew chapter 24, verse 30. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of earth mourn. And they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Now by this time, We've seen much. We've seen the flurry of angels. I read in the commentary that there'll be so many angels, it'll be more so if you tried to stand and count snowflakes when it's snowing and the flurries are coming down. We have great fireworks across this country and it makes every head lift up. But can you imagine this great day? My goodness. We've seen by this time the ascension of bodies and the great gathering of nations. By this time, we've heard a lot of things, the shout of God and the angels, the trumpet blast and the purging explosion. But every sight and sound, every sight and sound will seem a remote memory compared to what will happen next. Jesus said in Matthew 25 and 31, when the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon his throne, throne of his glory. When he comes, he's coming in glory. He's coming in a glorified body, his transfigured body. He's not coming in humility. He's coming in full light and splendor. He's coming as the Son of Man. He's coming to be enthroned. He will be the king and he will sit on his great throne. July of 2022, it may not look like it. It looks like in some people's eyes that the enemy is winning. The battle's already been won and the victory is ours. Don't be discouraged. My pastor is with the Lord today. And he used to say, he was a big man, about 6'5", probably 350 pounds. He'd say, look right over the altar. He'd be in the pulpit and right out front the old Methodist church, we had a great big old maple tree. He'd say, look right over that maple tree. I want to encourage you this morning, don't, don't, don't quit. Don't back up, don't shut up, don't sit down. Don't withdraw. Keep your eyes on the Lord, because he's coming. He's coming, do you hear me? It may not look like it, but on that day, you'll hear billions of voices 
make the identical claim about Jesus. In Philippians chapter two, verse 10 and 11, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Of those in heaven and those on earth and of those under the earth. Listen to this, verse 11. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Multitudes of people, I don't know how many, multitudes of people will bow low and each one will say, Jesus Christ is Lord. Those who denied Christ on earth, Christ will deny you. You're either for him or you're against him. It's easy to testify in church. Does anybody at your workplace know you're a follower of Christ? Does anybody in your school know that you're a follower of Christ? Are you ashamed of him? If you're ashamed of him today, he'll be ashamed of you on the great day. Do you hear me? Man tries to fill the longing of our soul. We try to fill it with pleasure, with finances, Nothing wrong with any of that. But I'm here to tell you, no matter how many zeros you got in your checkbook, no matter where you live, what size home, what you drive, none of that means anything. Because your life is but a vapor. And you're not taking any of it with you. None of it. None of it. Nothing will satisfy that longing in your soul except God except God. Last, we shall see God face to face. <laughs> face to face, let that sink in. You'll see God face to face. And when you see him, what will he do? I started out talking about a father. As a kid, if you're riding your bicycle and you, you wreck and you scrape yourself up and you cry, what's a good father do? A good father wipes your tears away. Revelation says, God will wipe away every tear from our eyes. That's what a good father does. Looking for that great day. I want to sing a song and we'll try to. When I started singing as a kid, first song I ever sang was Do Lord. Anybody remember that song? Do Lord, oh do Lord, oh do you remember me? And then I got big time start singing what a day that will be I've been singing this song for 50 years and I still don't know the words you ready Adam think about the great day there is coming a day when no heartache shall come no more clouds in the sky and no more tears to dim the eye all is peace forevermore on that bright and happy shore what a day glorious day that will be I shall see and I love 
by His grace When He takes me by the hand And leads me through the promised land What a day, glorious day that will be There'll be no sorrow there burdens to bear no more sickness no pain and no more parting over there and forever I will be with the one who died for me what a day glorious day Let's all sing it together. The altar is open. What a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see. When I look upon his face, the one who said me by his grave, when he takes me by the hand and me through the promised land. What a day, glorious day. Let's sing that chorus again. How about some people coming to the altar and praying this morning, singing with me? What a day that will be when my Jesus I shall see. close and our prayer intercessors are here at the altar nobody looking around not that it's a time of embarrassment but I said judgment is coming and that every knee would bow my friend you need to bow before him today you need to call upon his name and you need to ask him into your heart if you're here today, I ask you this question, and I remember my pastor many years ago, at the end of that message that I gave my life to the Lord, he said, if death was to knock on your door today, would heaven be your home for eternity? And I could not answer that question, yes. So I ask you today, every individual in this room, from the youngest that understands to the oldest, if death knocked on your door today, would heaven be your home? Please don't think that you've got to wait till you get your life right because that will never happen. You heard the scripture today say today is the day of salvation. So as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, nobody looking around, if you're here today and you'd like to ask Jesus Christ into your life, you would like to acknowledge you have fallen short of his glory, which we all have, and you would like Jesus to forgive you of your sins today, slip your hand quickly high. 
Would you do that this morning quickly? I see your hand, ma'am. I see your hand. Somebody else? Somebody else? Somebody else? Somebody else? Somebody else? I'm going to tarry for a moment. I'm not going to tarry long. I can't drag you into the kingdom. I see your hand. Thank you. Thank you. Somebody else? Somebody else? Somebody else? Somebody else? Somebody else? Is there another? The greatest choice, the great, greatest question ever asked you, what will you do with Jesus? The Bible said you're either for him or you're against him. Is there another this morning would slip your hand high and say, this morning, Pastor, I'd like to make sure that my life is right with the Lord. Is there any others? I see your hand, ma'am. I see your hand. These are of all ages today. Somebody else, somebody else. Church, we are witnessing the greatest miracle of all. Somebody else this morning. Somebody else. Today would slip your hand up and say, Pastor, this very moment, I'm giving my life to Christ. Is there one? Then as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, those that raised your hand, I want you to just look at me, would you? Look at me, raise your head up, that's right. Lord sees you, ma'am. The Lord sees you all around. I want you to pray out loud. Pray out loud with me. Lord Jesus, today, I've heard your voice roar. It's touched my heart, penetrated my spirit. And today I acknowledge that I'm a sinner and I have failed time and time again. But I call upon you, Jesus to forgive me, to be the Lord of my life. And from this day forward, I will do my best to live my life for you. In Jesus' name I pray. Can everyone in the house welcome them to the family of God? Welcome them to the family of God. Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast. Make sure to rate the podcast and share with your friends. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. We have something for all ages or online at 10 a.m. Make sure to check out our live groups or small groups. 